Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. You are solely responsible for your interactions with other listeners of the Love Zone USA. You understand that the Love Zone USA does not in any way screen its listeners, nor does the Love Zone USA inquire into the backgrounds of its listeners or attempt to verify the statements of its listeners. The Love Zone USA makes no representations or warranties as to the conduct of its listeners or their compatibility with any current or future listeners. In no event shall the Love Zone USA or Blog Talk Radio be liable for any damages whatsoever, whether direct, indirect, general, special, compensatory, consequential, and or incidental, arising out of or relating to the conduct of you or anyone else in connection with the use of this service, including without limitation bodily injury, emotional distress, and or any other damages resulting from communications or meetings with other listeners of this service or persons you meet through this service. You agree to take reasonable precautions in all interactions with other listeners of the Love Zone USA, particularly if you decide to meet in person. In addition, you understand that the Love Zone USA makes no guarantees, either expressed or implied, regarding your ultimate compatibility with individuals you meet through listening to the Love Zone USA. The Love Zone USA. The Love Zone USA. Oh, 
Welcome, welcome to another edition of the Love Zone, the summer edition. Yeah, it's getting hot up in here. It is getting hot up in here this summer. It is now August, and we are in August, and we are here with the Love Zone USA. And August is going to be a little hotter than July. So since we're at August 2nd, we got our dates lined up. And probably for those of you who have been with us from the beginning, you know we take the last week of August off. So we're only doing uh, five shows in August because they're actually, uh, let me see. No, we're doing four shows in August. The fifth show, we will be off. That is the 30th, looking at the calendar as we speak. So uh, just note. This is our first day of August, and we're lining up the shows, and we have them all lined up for you, and we are ready to kick it off. How's your week? Well, we're ready for you. We hope you're ready for us. And as we always say, this is the place where you can listen to your heart, and we live and learn. And tonight's show, I think you'll learn a lot. We wanted to bring you a show by the experts. Now, you know I have guests on my show from time to time who have doctorates, PhDs, they're relationship experts. But this uh, young lady that we'll be interviewing tonight, she has a book out. And the book uh, we are going to be featuring, and matter of fact, we're going to be giving away this book tonight as well. And it's a book by experts. And who are the experts? They're all married people that uh, Miss Smart has uh, interviewed. And she's interviewed people who have been in marriages 20, 30, 40 years and longer. And she asked them what makes marriage work. And that's what her book is about. We're going to talk about why she wrote the book and some of the elements of the book. So we want you to sit back and relax and get some information from the experts. People who are married in long-term marriages who gave her advice on what makes marriage work. So if you're out there dating, you're in a long-term relationship, you're uh, engaged, and you want to find out what makes marriage work from people who have been there, well, tonight's show is dedicated to you. It's just what you need to uh, make this your relationship work. Now, you can also win this book tonight. And that's today only. We uh, are featuring this book as a contest. So you can do it one of two ways. You can go to our Facebook page at www.facebook.com backslash the Love Zone USA. And right on the wall, right on the wall, just right there on the wall, the front page, write what you think makes marriage work. You have until almost the end of the show because we're going to announce the winners tonight. And choose them, and we're going to also post the winners on Facebook. The author and myself are going to, you know, converse, and we're going to have a uh, meeting and figure out which one of you have written something on the wall that qualifies. We're going to give away several several books. She's uh, okay to give away several books tonight, so write it on the wall. And if you want to call in, the telephone number is three four seven. 539-5729 if you feel that you know what makes marriage work. Now, some of you probably are thinking, well, I'm not married. No, you you might have a good idea. If you have an idea of what you feel makes marriage work, please call in or write on the wall. But if you are married and you are married for a period of 
a long term, then uh, we definitely want your expertise and we want to hear from you. So that's the criteria. And you should be a fan of our fan page in order to win. Now, come on. All you have to do is go to the facebook.com backslash the love zone USA and then click on the like button, L I K E, the like button, become a fan and then write it on the wall. Or if you want to become a fan and then just call us, the number is 347-539-5729. And if you want to see some of the things that are going on during this show, then we suggest that you go to the lovezoneusa.com, click on the broadcast tab, and then you just click on the uh, broadcast button inside the box, and you'll be taken to our visuals so you can see what's going on and what's up and coming. Well, me and my producer are going to work. We're going to go to work because we got uh, the end of this month off and getting ready for Labor Day, and then we're going to get back in the saddle again in September. So to kick things off, for those of you who really want to know what works, uh, you know, in a marriage, well, here's Jagged Edge to tell you here inside the Love Zone USA. We're going to kick it off right now with a song entitled, Let's Get Married on the Love Zone USA.
Love Zone USA, where you can listen to your heart, and we live and learn. Yeah, back-to-back remix going on. He said that was his wedding song. Woo! Uh, I learned something else about him tonight. Mm, he knows how to beg. 
Woo! Yeah, he's uh, he got a little big in him, huh? Okay. <laughs> All right now. Uh, okay, so uh, <laughs> Tony, I didn't know you were that good at that. Uh, actually, Keith Sweat is the best at baking. You know, Keith Sweat to me is the man who can teach men how to bake. Yeah, that's that's the guy. That's the guy who's really really has the PhD in baking. So tonight's show, as we uh, told you a little earlier, we have a guest that'll be coming on with us and a little later on, and she has a book out, and we're going to talk about that book uh, this evening, and you can win a free copy. For those of you who don't know as of yet, I got a couple of people who uh, wrote on the wall today, and I see one of the gentlemen made a comment. I'm going over here to the Facebook page now. He says, uh, oh, Hal, yeah, he works with us. Woo, what did he say? Oh, I didn't read that. Okay. He says, not one black woman has commented, hmm, could that be why there's 70% single mothers in the black community? Because they don't know? Shaking my damn head. Whoa, Hal. Oh, you're going in on them. You're going in. Well, then, I guess after he made that comment, two young women did comment on what marriage what it takes to make a great marriage. If you have a comment, male or female, give us a call tonight, 347-539-5729. We're going to leave the phone lines open because we're going to give you chances to win this book. And uh, the author and myself are going to, uh, you know, uh, we're going to check out whose uh, comments make the most sense, I guess. There are going to be several books given away. And I'm going to read some of these comments in a little while that are on the Facebook page page. Uh, let's go over there to where the where the event page is and see if anybody made any comments over there. I haven't had a chance to check this in a minute. So we'll do that right now while we're on the air, just in case somebody did. No, nobody made a comment over there. Okay, well, that's good. They were following directions because we wanted you to make the comments on our Facebook page or call in to this number, 347-539-5729 for those listeners out there. Well, I know we have a bunch of shy listeners, but for those of you who want to uh, actually win the book, like I said, it's composed of quotes by people who are experts, married people. We figured, since I've been doing the show, the best advice will come from those who are married. Hmm, how about that as a novel idea? Well, if you say the right words, fellas, if you say the right words to the lady and you do the right thing and your actions speak louder than words, the whispers say, if you wanted to say yes, say these words. Here inside the Love Zone USA with me and my producer, Tony Knott, we've got the whisper of the Love Zone USA.
The Love Zone USA.
Tony Terry had the pleasure of working with him and when he was at Epic Records. When I'm with you. Oh, we got some lovely music to put you in the mood to get married. Are you ready to get married? Are you? But you say you don't know what makes marriage work. Hmm. You got a question about that, huh? Well, you, well, that's a good thing because it sounds like you want your marriage to work. And, you know, uh, like uh, Miss Smart, she uh, went around and canvassed a lot of married people on what makes marriage work. You know what my favorite question was? And nobody answered it the way I would. I used to go when I was sitting in the airport, having a drink, see somebody, and we'd start talking, waiting for the airplane or whatever. And I'd see that they were married, and I'd start talking, talking to them. And my favorite question to ask them was, why did you get married? Why did you get married? And I was hoping some to, to run into somebody who would tell me the answer that I would give if somebody asked me that question. So I got questions like, oh, we were in love, or we were childhood sweethearts, or, you know, we knew we'd make pretty babies. I got every answer. Oh, we knew that, that if I married her, we'd have a baby with light eyes. We wanted a baby with straight hair. That's why I got married. She had, she had, I got, I'm telling you the truth. I got the answer. She had a big ass. That's why he got married. I heard everything under the sun. I must ask that question to everybody that I I saw with a ring on. Why did you get married? And I got every answer under the sun. I'm telling you. Why did you get married? What was the reason you got married? Oh, she was pregnant, and, you know, I didn't want the, the baby to be without a you know, the father and yada, yada, yada. I got every answer under the sun, but the one that I wanted to hear. Now, if somebody had asked me that question, you know what my answer was, would have been, and still is, because I want to be married. I wanted to be married. That's why I got married. I wanted to be married. I want to be married now. That's still my answer, even though I'm single. Somebody asked me that question, and when I get married, they said, why did you get married? Because I wanted to be married. Nobody gave me that answer. I asked hundreds. It it had to be close to a 1,000 people. Nobody gave me that answer. I was in love. Oh, You heard everything. My question to you is, do you want to be married? That's a different phase of life. That's different from being a boyfriend and a girlfriend. It's different from being a booty call. It's different from being friends with benefits. So when you get married, you I think you got to want to be married, to be married. If you don't want to be married, guess what? <laughs> Knock, knock, anybody home, you better answer the door because I'm ringing your bell. If you don't want to be married, guess what's going to happen? You're not going to be married. My philosophy is, and it's just only my opinion, you know, I'm the host of the show. You know, what I say might not hold weight or water to you, but I always say this show is a place where you can live, 
where you can listen to your heart. And we live and learn. We live and learn from the music. We live and learn from our guests that we bring on. We live, live and learn from the callers who call in. And from time to time, you might learn something from me. Now, my philosophy and opinion is you got to want to be married. If you don't want to be married, guess what? It ain't going to even work. Just like you want that job, you want that new car, you want to get that gold medal like the Olympics, you got to want it. If you don't want it, it ain't going to work. How bad do you want to be married? Somebody just stroke your head at night, be there laying in the bed and say, baby, it's all right. Somebody to cook your meals and you cook the meals for him or her. Both of you can cook now. Somebody to be there for you when you're in the hospital. Somebody who's got your back when you're unemployed. See, for me, that was wanting to be married. Now, what makes it work? Well, you already know what we feel about that on this show, and I'm not going to go into that because if you listen to the show more than once or twice, you've heard our reasons of what makes a marriage work. We want to hear what you think makes marriage work. Don't give ours because we've documented it many, many times on Facebook. I've said it, yada, yada, yada. So if you think you know what makes marriage work or you feel you have an idea of what makes marriage work, go to our Facebook page.com. Facebook page and uh, uh, the Love Zone USA. And uh, Tony just reminded me, I got to open up the chat room. Yeah, the chat room was closed. Let's open up the chat room, get that working. Facebook.com backslash the Love Zone USA. And write in there on the wall what you think makes marriage work. Now, if you want to call in, 347-539-5729. With no further ado, you know what I'm going to do before we get back into some music. We're going to bring on our guest right about now and uh, say good evening to Miss Smart. Miss Smart, are you are you with me? I am. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. Welcome. Welcome to the Love Zone USA. How are you? I am wonderful. Just wonderful. And I want to be married, too. I like that. You you do? Yeah, yeah. Now, would that have been, yeah. if somebody had asked you after you've gotten married, would that have been your answer, you think? You know what? I don't think so. I okay. really don't think so. Mine would be the love thing. The love thing, right. Okay. Yes, mm-hmm. okay. It would definitely be the love thing because I was in love, because I've met my soulmate. That would definitely have been my answer. It would have never been because I want to be married. No, that would be my answer. Now that would be your answer? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Good. I found somebody else in life <laughs> who is now starting to think. With your guidance, okay? Only with your guidance. <laughs> hey, I, I, it's just my opinion. I'm the host of this show. You know, I don't want anybody to get it twisted. I'm not Steve Harvey. I don't profess to be a love guru. I do a show because I want to spread love and do it through our guests, our music, and the knowledge and the fact that we can all get educated and learn something. But that's just my opinion. You know, when somebody, after I get married, somebody asks me why, why I got married, I'm going to be able to look them dead in the eye because I wanted to be married. And then I found somebody who also wanted to be married. That's who I'm looking for. They got to want to be married before me to de- even deal with them. If they don't want to be married, you know, it's exit left. I'm coking a smile. I got the bill paid for before she finishes. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, it's exit left. 
Don't waste no more time. I got to get to the next applicant because I'm looking for somebody serious. This is long-term employment with me. I'm the corporation here, <laughs> and I come with benefits. So <laughs> on that you. on that note, it's like, okay, we have an author on the, on the, on the line. And, Ms. Smart, why don't you tell our audience a little bit about yourself before you tell them. Uh, my first question would be, why did you write this book? But before that, tell our audience a little bit about yourself. Okay. Um, my name is F.E. Smart, and I wrote the book to begin with because I was the queen of dysfunctional relationships. I mean, anything that can go wrong in a relationship, I've experienced it. I mean, I was so good at that. But that was never supposed to be the case because, like all little girls, I thought, like, Cinderella getting her prince, I was supposed to get mine. Like, Snow White getting hers, I was supposed to get mine. Like, Pretty Woman getting her man at the end, I was supposed to get mine. But it has never worked out like that. So since that was my issue with relationship, I had to just seek who knows about relationship, who can actually make relationship work, as opposed to looking at TV and seeing Jennifer Lopez and I'm like, yes, that is the yes, that is the relationship that I want. Later on, she is divorced. So that was it. Okay. Now, in the beginning, I was reading a little bit of your book, and in the beginning, it, it said that you know, beside the dysfunctional relationships, you you went on this quest. So I okay. want to know, you know, do you remember the first person uh, that you spoke to, and uh, what did they say when you started going on your quest? I think the first person that I spoke to said something um, to the effect of um, put God first. Mm. Okay. okay. That was the very first thing I heard, and that was a shocker. And, um, and why was that a shocker to you? <laughs> um, because I, um, I am not religious at all, but I'm spiritual in a way, and I've never thought about just putting God first. That was it. Okay. But when they said to put God God first, that was a shocker. She humbly said it, but she knew exactly what she was talking about. Now, and her husband okay. agreed. Uh huh. Go ahead. Now, everyone you spoke to was married, or were any of these individuals married and divorced, or divorced at the time that you spoke to them? No one was divorced at the time, no, not at all. Okay. Okay? Um, But people had been divorced before. For example, one lady that I spoke to, um, she had been married for, um, I would say, about 23 years, and this is her second time wrong. She said what she learned from her first time wrong is marry someone that is mature, Okay, that um, that is not that is definitely mature, not necessarily physically mature, but mentally. I mean, he has developed. So I got that from her, and she, and as I said, this was her second time around. Hmm. Now, that that answer kind of uh, puzzles me because uh, young people, 
who are okay. in their 20s, teen, okay. late teens and 20s, who are starry-eyed and looking at marriage as something they might want to do, and they're okay. close to one another in age, would probably look at that advice and discount it deeply, I would think. Maybe. And 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 that's like tackling a 21-year-old. If you're going to marry somebody mature, mature she would probably... Be uh, the, the the perception there would be you know I need to find me a man who's thirty thirty one uh, somewhere there versus a twenty three twenty four year old where they're keeping it a five year window and they're um, looking at age as maturity versus the actual person. Yes, 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 that is very true. Um, I don't know if you've ever come across someone, let's say that's twenty five. And this 25-year-old has it all together. I mean, in a conversation with this 25-year-old, you are just so impressed. Okay, now, on the, on the other hand, you can come across someone, let's say, that's 45. And this person, as I mean, you're just wondering, where is this person's brain? So maturity does not necessarily have to be a chronological age but it's a psychological maturity for sure. Correct. Gotcha. I've always said, I said that years ago. I said, oh, you did? Okay. people are like the rings in a tree and the age is like the rings in a tree. It doesn't tell what you know, who you know, what you can do, what you've done, or what, 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 what your future is. It only tells how long you've been here. I've met people younger who were more mature than me at the time, and I've met people older who acted like children. So age to me is just a number, and and I'm going to do a show on this because I think in the black community, black Mm -hmm. women discriminate on relationships via age than any other ethnicity. I'll say it straight I really do. I really do. I think black women discriminate discriminate on age other than any other ethnicity. You don't okay. see as many as you as the woman said to you, the first woman said or, or one of the women said mature. In the black community, you do not see a lot of what do they call it? December, September romances or, or younger, older men. You do not see that a lot. Matter of fact, in the celebrity world, which is usually a mirror of society, I can't think of one older black actor that's married to a younger woman with a very disparaging age difference. And on that note, I'm going to go into some music. And if anyone in our audience can think of someone, sports celebrity, comedian, actor, actress, where the black man is much older than the young actress or or young young person, the woman. If you can if you can think of somebody, feel free because we're going to go into some music. And Miss Smart, would you stick around and hang with us because I have some more questions for you about our book, about your book. Of course. All righty. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, we got a contest going on. We have some people who have already written on our Facebook page. You can do it too to enter our contest to win this book uh, by Miss Smart and. Uh, All you have to do is write on our wall, 
what you feel makes marriage work. Okay, if you think you have an idea that of what makes marriage work, we want you to write that on our Facebook wall, or better yet, give us a call, 347-539-5729, and we want you to tell us what you feel makes marriage work. And um, give your opinion, give your advice tonight, because the book contains a lot of quotes from people who have been there and not necessarily done that. They're still doing it. So we want you to, uh, you know, voice your opinion tonight. As we continue with more music right here inside the Love Zone USA, I'm going to take you in Mr. Larry Graham. Here's a great wedding song. It's called One in a Million here on the Love Zone USA.
It's just going to be me and you, huh? All right. Larry Graham there talking about when we get married. So we're going to bring our guests back on, and uh, I'm going to give you my reason near the end of the show, something we've stated many, many times here, what you need as the ingredients for what we feel will make a solid marriage. But we want you and our audience to uh, chime in because uh, Miss Smart has written a book about it and uh, gotten these quotes from married people. Miss Smart, are you with me? I'm still here. All righty. So wh- why don't you tell us one of the uh, uh, the uh, quotes that you, I guess, that's close to your heart in the book that a married person told you as far as advice? Let me see. One of my favorites um, came from a woman that said uh, something to the effect of, uh, I can't find a quote exactly, but I but I always remember it. Marriage is a team effort. Sometimes you have to just put everything out and take one for the team. Mm. Now, okay, that was something that I learned a lot from because I wanted to always be right. It was okay. my way. It was my way. It was my way. Of course I'm right. Um but when yeah, but when she said that that it's definitely a um a team effort and it's not only um it's not always your way, sometimes you just have to step back mm. and take one for the team. I thought that was really powerful. Well, I think you're gonna love what we have to say at the end of the show with what our little mantra is here, but I'm not going to get into that now because we've <laughs> we got a lot to talk about. That is definitely a point, and it is part of what we preach here on the show. It is definitely what we preach here on the show. A uh, gentleman was on our show, I guess, in the initial year, and he was married 25 years, I think, when we did the show. And he was celebrating it um, about a week after we did the show or a week before. Nice. And we asked him for his advice as to what he felt made the marriage last so long. And I'm going to give that quote near the end of the show because um, he's part of what our mantra is when we put that mantra together of what we felt the ingredients were that made a good marriage. His, his statement was so powerful to me that we made it a mantra in the show. And so that, and what the woman had said to you are the two that I remember, and we'll talk okay. about the other, the other ones. Uh, but tell us more about um, so so on this quest to find these married people. Where did you find these married people? How did you oh, come across them? This was absolutely wonderful because it was everyday people, people that I saw every day that I never thought about asking them. I mean, just people who um, just just people from the banks, from the grocery store, from my job, um, friends, parents that I know. Um, I have this one friend in which she is from Rwanda, in which her parents were married forever and a day. And they went through everything together. And one time I was speaking to her dad, and he quoted something from the Bible. Um, he um, he he had some quotes and then and then there was a story along with 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 that and he basically said just he learned to treasure his wife. 
Mm. You know, it was that simple. Um, Many times we don't treasure that person who is with us the most. And that was similar to someone else quote that I got in which um, she, yeah, just she said that um, always show respect to your mate. Mm. We tend to show more respect to people outside of our home than your mate. And then these are things that I didn't know, I never thought about. Right. Simple, simple things. I mean, it made such a big difference. And, 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 uh-huh, and did you interview or get a quote from anyone who was separated and might have gotten back into the marriage? Um, yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I, um, I got a quote from a couple who had actually divorced, um, and they worked things out, and they um, and they had remarried, and um, and that advice was communication. Mm. Mm. That's what he said. Communication. I mean, that messed it up the first time. A lack of communication mess yeah, just messed it up the first first time. But when they did it again, it was all about communication. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um that was followed by another quote that I got from someone else that had to do with communication itself. And they said, Marry someone that you can communicate with because later on in the relationship you would definitely need it. It's not someone that necessarily looks absolutely wonderful and you think that person is going to always look like that because she said looks fade. Make sure you can always talk to that person. Right, right. Okay. And and just many people got into marry your best friend. Well, I I have married my best friend. Uh-huh. What's I that? have issue. I have issue with that. <laughs> you have issues with marrying your best friend? Oh uh, God! Well, well, was, uh-huh. well, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I would say that there was a um, a little couple. I think they were from Sweden, and they were in their seventies, and they had been married again forever and a day, and they were still best friends. He said, yeah, just marry your best friend. You cannot go wrong marrying your best friend. Now, tell me what your issue is, please. Well, my best friend is a guy named Wilbur. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what? Um, Is marriage in New York legal? You know, are gay marriages legal there yet? Well, that's, that's, that's one of the problems. And the second thing I told him, he said, what's the show about tonight? You know, we were talking earlier today, and just to throw a little jokey joke in there, I said, well, I got a young lady coming on. She has a book out, and she's interviewed a lot of married people and got some good advice from them. And I said to him, I said, well, you've been married a a long time. I remember, matter of fact, I asked him how long he had been married, because I remember when he and I went to the Penn Relays, went to this club called Morgan's. We were dancing. I was dancing with this woman with a leopard suit on. And I don't know where she, I, I would have married her, but she disappeared. <laughs> okay. I would have married her, but when they played the next record, after we got finished dancing, she disappeared, so I couldn't find her. Oh. So my buddy, who, who was sitting at the bar, 
he married the woman that was at the bar that night. He was he married. Oh wow, okay. And the, and the day when I asked him how long they had been married, he said twenty five years. And I said, so what would be your quote to tell the young lady if you were to, to tell her what 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 makes a marriage work? He said, liquor. <laughs> oh gosh. Liquor. Okay. But but if Judge you knew my Maddie. best friend, you'd understand where that That's came from. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, too funny mm-hmm. for me today. So oh oh, my other issue is with that that marry your best friend is that a lot of women do have men who are best friends. Okay. But but they put them in the friend box, and then they hold up these two fingers like as a cross, like Dracula, like okay, you can be my friend. We can even sleep together, but don't touch me. You're in this permanent friend box. So women have men friends around. And in many instances, some of their best friends are men, not their female friends. Yet they mm-hmm. won't they won't cross that bridge and 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 let them take the relationship to a intimate sexual relationship keeping the friendship so I agree with you should marry your best friend, and I want to talk about that when we come back uh, after this music break. But most women that I talk to, and then if anyone calls in tonight, I'm sure they got a best male friend that they wouldn't marry. They wouldn't marry. So uh, would you hang in there with me, and we'll talk about that when we come back? Of course. All righty. So on that note, to Mrs. Smart. Um, advice from someone that she interviewed. You should marry your best friend. And the couple she interviewed that said that, ladies and gentlemen, has been married for many, many years. So that's advice that will take you into what we call an endless love. As we give you more music by Lionel Richard. Lionel Roll. Here inside. My There's only you in my life The only thing that's right My first love Your every breath that I take Your every step I make And I I'll hold you close in my arms 
need to lead the weapon against the challenges of love, I'll call on the Love Zone USA. This is Danny Glover.
Preceded by Endless Love and Lionel Richie and Diana Ross. Here inside the Love Zone USA, the music is giving you some insight to what makes marriage work. So we, as we always say, this is the place where you can listen to your heart and we live and learn. You live and learn from our personal experiences, our guests, as well as the music here. So if you want to call in and give your personal experience of what you feel makes marriage work, give us a call, 347-539-5729. Don't be shy. You know, I know I tend to hog up the show sometimes with me and our guests, but uh, this one's for you. So if you got an idea, comment, or a piece of advice, we want to hear from real people tonight. There are no experts here. We're all trying to navigate through this thing called love. And uh, this show is about choosing the right one and doing the dating aspect. And that's why we brought on our guest tonight, because she has a book, and she's done a lot of legwork for you, a lot of legwork. So, Ms. Smart, are you still with me? I am. So let's get back to my question about these best friends. Uh, my producer wrote me uh, online, and he was saying, um, <laughs> I like that one too, Tony. Go on. I really do. I said I would ask about it. Why not marry someone who you want to be your best friend? 
How about that? Why not marry someone who you want to be your best friend now? I am not the best one to answer that question, but I will be happy to take a stab at it. Um, That person may not feel the same way. So you're saying both people got to (laughs) feel... Okay. In other words, best friend... I like you as my best friend, but you don't like me as your best friend. So both people got to be best friends in this. Well, okay, no, they can, yeah, they can be best friends, but my best friend um, is a female, um, and I am not about to marry her. I'm with you on that. Okay. I'm with you you wholeheartedly. Okay. So that advice is not necessarily work for me. Uh, not um, not every single advice works for everyone. Well, um, I think, so that uh-huh, go ahead. I think what Tony is trying to say is you see a woman that you want to be your best friend and you want to want you, you want to marry that woman but you want her to be your best friend. You you haven't got that yet, but that's what you want out of it. So you see her across the bar, she's very and then, well I'm only speaking from a man's perspective. We uh-huh. think with our eyes first, and then many women will tell us that we think with our little heads secondly. So we're looking <laughs> across the room. We see a woman that we're attracted to. The light goes off in our brain, in our big head, and then it tells the little head, are you happy? And then we start to go across the room to approach the woman to find out if she's got some of the qualities that we're looking for. Intelligence, she can put a sentence together, um, all of the good things. Man, can she cook? You know, some guys start off with, what's your sign? Or them sorry, pickup lines, whatever. And then I was just online with someone who I invited on to call, but I don't think she is going to call. And uh, I asked her online, what do you think? makes a good marriage. And I'm going to read some of the ones off on our Facebook page. And I was just chatting with her while the record was on. And she says, what makes a marriage is love, trust, patience, communication, and good sex. <laughs> uh-huh. Yep. Good yep. Sex. The big so, S. She is yeah. all right. <laughs> so I, I liked her comment. I really did. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it, she put all of the ingredients there. And she closed with good sex. Now, that brings up the question of cheating. Because, see, if the sex isn't good, then that's probably going to be a prerequisite for somebody cheating. Because we had that on our page a while back on our Facebook page. It's probably slid down about Mm -hmm. sexless marriages. And would you get in one? Did you talk to anybody who was in a sexless marriage by any chance? Okay, um, I don't know if I spoke to anyone that was in a sexless marriage because they did not say, you know what, girl, I am in a sexless marriage. I didn't get get that. But I can tell you several things that I got regarding sex. Um, this one guy told, told me, um, you know, basically if if his wife does not, Someone else will do it. Okay, that was that, <laughs> right? But he was happy. I mean, they were happy. Um, so do what you have to, or else someone else will do it. Um, this 
other woman told me something about, you know what, just do it all. But when you're over 50, don't get on top. Mm. <laughs> okay. I asked no question. I just took the advice. Um, the, you know, just two two women that I was speaking to and the same conversation. One said, you know, it's when your husband comes home from work, just um, he just know that he has worked hard and give it up easy. Someone else said, in the same conversation as they said, when he comes home from work, make him work for it. He'll appreciate it more. Mm. So now, give it up easy. Thing. You got two different phases there. One is saying give it up exactly. easy, and the other one is saying make him work for yeah. it. Huh? Yes. One's like me. He had worked so hard. He had worked so hard um, on the outside. Right? So just when he comes home, just make it easy for, for him. That was her advice. Mm-hmm. And that apparently worked for her. And then the um, other one said that when he comes home, let him work for it. Because I guess anything that you work for, you appreciate more. All right. We got a call on the line. I want to get her in. Uh, I know she's a busy woman. And do I have Linda on the line? Yes. Good evening, everyone. How are you doing? Doing hey, good. Linda, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I've actually... Been in, um, this is actually my third marriage, and um, okay. your third marriage now. Yes, yes. Oh, well, you're in, you're in your third marriage. Yes, yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. It's, it's, so, it's, it's complicated, but you know, it's um, I'm, I'm realizing I'm realizing a lot of things about marriage, and um, first of all, I believe that um, there's a couple of factors and things that have to take in place for a marriage to work, and I, I believe you know having to being in love with the person, having trust. Patience and communication, and of course, having good sex. All these are components that make a good marriage. And if one is lacking, it's like a balance. If one of these things are lacking, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. Um, a lot of times, I know I have a lot of male friends too that are married, have girlfriends, and stuff like that. And we talk a lot too. And they, a lot of them, like a lot of the, the women nowadays, don't want to do certain things for their husbands or their men. And like the the lady that was talking earlier, what you don't do, somebody else will. And that's very true. That is very true. Um, Sometimes men, you know, they work hard all day. They come home. They want to come home to a relaxing environment. You know what I'm saying? A home-cooked meal. Half the time they're running to have lunch somewhere, take, you know, buying lunch and stuff like that. They want to come home. They want to have a nice cooked meal, a relaxed environment. They don't want to come home to bickering, arguing, all that stuff. You know, it's not, it's not good. You, so, women actually drive men away. So sometimes men too, but mostly women. So Linda, let me ask you this: You said the third marriage. So the, what did you learn from the first marriage, and why did, in, in five sentences or less, in twenty twenty well, hindsight, why, well, why my, did it not my, work? My first marriage, my my husband passed. He was a great oh. husband. I okay. was married to, for eight years. We have three sons. Thirty years, Linda. Uh-huh. Yes, yes, my first husband passed. Um, he was much older than me. It was, it was, uh, a lot of people thought it was weird because when I met him, I was 19. He was already 40. Wow. And, um, but I learned a lot. I, I, I know that age is really nothing but a number. Exactly. It's nothing mm-hmm. but a number. He taught me a lot. He taught me about business, how, um, you know, a lot of things about life and stuff. So I really learned a lot from him. He was my mentor, actually, and this is the reason why I'm in business now. So I learned a lot from him, and he was very understanding and loving. I think the age factor made a big deal about mm. that. Mm. Um, 
Do you think you were mature at 19 at the time? Yes, yes. I think I was at that that age, yes. I always consider myself to be even at a... Women, women I think, mature much faster than men. And I always was very mature. Even even when I was younger, I always liked to be around older people. Um, you know, just sit down, sit down and listen to old folks talk and stuff. But I always liked that, you know, to be around older people. Because I figured that you can learn from them, and it's true, so true, you know. So tell us about marriage number two first. Uh, why? Marriage number two. Why? Marriage number two, it was good. I was married actually for 14 years, and within the 14 years, Mm-hmm. It was like a love and hate marriage because we we divorced, but we still were still living together, trying to you know make things work. But the mm-hmm. only thing with with <clears throat> with that person, he wasn't willing to compromise, and that's a lot. That's okay. another thing too. Um, a lot of times, time. you have to compromise. You have to come to you know compromise certain things, and also too, I noticed too, like within time, you know, sometimes when you first start out in a marriage, you have the same views, but as you get older, you start ch- moving in different directions. And changing, and both persons have to be willing to evolve and understand. I can say it's a give and take, and you know sometimes you may have marriages that might be married, and then later on the person gets a job offer somewhere else. The person doesn't want to mm-hmm. go, so it's about a giving and taking and understanding. And that's why I say that's when the communication comes in. You know, you have to be able to exactly. communicate with one another, understand, and and not to be selfish too, because uh, selfishness can play a, a, mm. a big role in mm. marriage compromise. Yeah. Selfishness, people being selfish, not wanting to give a little and take a little. You know, it's give and take, give and take, you know. Exactly. So that's great advice. Yeah. Yeah, you have to give and take. You have to be able to give and take. And um, sometimes it doesn't always have to be um, so much, you know, always wanting your way. You have to compromise. You really have to compromise. Yeah. And that is what I learned about myself. Um, you know, just doing this project, I learned that I was not one that compromised a lot. Mm-hmm. So um, this was a learning experience. This was a major learning experience for me. I'm going to go back to something that you had said about um, a man does not like to come home to a woman bickering mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I had actually gotten that same advice from um, from a guy. He said that when a man comes home from work, Give him, a, um, just give him a cold beer, and about 45 minutes before discussing anything. I mean, um, he said that his experience in the past has um, had been he comes home and then the woman just wants to jump down his throat and tell him mm-hmm. all about how hard her day was. You know, just okay. without him. I mean, he's already had a hard day. So what you said is so true. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I, I believe like um a lot of times like I said, um, like the home is like a safe haven, like, you know, it's um peaceful, tranquility, quiet away escape from the world. Like all day you've been around traffic, people screaming, the boss, <laughs> exactly. everybody coming at you, you wanna come like you just relax, you know. And then you come home and somebody's like, uh, you know, screaming in your ear, saying stuff, you know, like, Come on, give me a break here, you know, like there's a time and a place for everything. Like, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure, like, she also, the women also, a lot of time women do a lot of talking, and men don't do that much talking, but some men do. Right. I mean, it depends who they are, but a lot of this right. time and a place. You can always just go out maybe to a park later on, and then you can tell your husband how about your date or whatever, you know, problems exactly. or talk about. But not, like, as soon as you walk in the door. Like, no, he's going to run right back out. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to run right back out. <laughs> You know, he'll make an excuse like, honey, I'm going to the store. I'll be back. 
Exactly, and I can't see that happening, right? I can yeah. see that happening, and just a lot of times, I mean, this is something that we don't think about. Marriage does not come with um, with with a guide at all. Mm-hmm. You know, marriage and children does not come with a guide, so right. we just think we know what what mm-hmm. what the right things are. Um, when we take those files, it says for better or or for worse. So we mm-hmm. think that okay, if I've had a bad day, you are going to have a bad day with me. You're going to hear right. all about my bad well, bad day. And timing is everything. Right. So when right you come home from work, you blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. But you just don't want to hear. <laughs> Well, too, you know, women, we we more we are very emotional. So at times, we yeah. we wanna we wanna have that feedback. Well, we look for comfort and uh, and strength from a husband too. So we wanna have that feedback from them and get that comforting from them. So you know, but sometimes even if you kind of like back off and stuff and um, just make a point or whatever, eventually if you have a good loving husband, he'll pick up and maybe he'll ask you, well, "How was your day?" You know, and then you exactly. can say, "Oh, well, I wasn't." It wasn't too bad, but we can talk about it later, you know? Oh, <laughs> perfect. You know? Um, how, yeah, just how long have you been married this time? Five years. And this time five, is different. Five years come. Yes, five Congratulations. years. Congratulations. Yes. So wonderful. And it's different. Yay. It hasn't been easy neither because um, my, my current husband is very young. He's 29. Okay. And I'm, and I'm 44, so that's a big age gap, but... I think too now I'm really realizing about the you know the maturity level. I have to be a lot patient, you know, a lot of a lot mm-hmm. of patience. Mm-hmm. Uh, because sometimes you know you expect for the person, like I said, be being in other relationships with somebody else, and you not that you tend to compare, but you you, you kind of sort of you know. But um, we do, we definitely do. We do, and um, so is the maturity level on certain things, and you expect certain things that you know you were getting in others, so you can't really. So actually, everybody has their own personality. They do things at their own pace. And also, like, also like, I don't like believe in signs too much, but some of the things that they say is true about certain signs, and like um, Capricorn men, like they don't mature as fast as the Capricorn. Well, I'm a Capricorn, and sometimes people say two people at the same time don't match. My husband's a Capricorn, I'm a Capricorn, so okay. we have. Well, I believe that they take longer to mature, even in, even in the academic, like they do, they do, they take like longer to mature. And, I'm, um, I'm sorry for laughing. I'm, I, I'm why a cap, are you laughing? I'm you a are... Capricorn over here in the okay. corner. Okay, I was I don't just know. about to say, right? Are you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess so they're talking about you, but okay? as they get no, but as they get older, we are older Capricorn. See, he's young, so they, I think they take <laughs> longer time I'm to older. mature. Oh, hold up, wait a minute. How you know I'm... <laughs> You gotta defend the Capricorn. <laughs> <laughs> Loving this. This is too funny. Okay, so let me jump in here real quick. I just want to squeeze in for a second. I'm going to let you women have it. So he's younger. You're older. Yes. You were 19 married to a man 40. Now right. you're 44 married to a guy right. 20. Right. So you see how the tables turn? And, so, and, and, but, yeah. but earlier you said, Linda, that you loved that first relationship because he was a mentor. You felt you were mature. I felt secure, too. Tend to work. Tend to work. You didn't have to. I didn't have to work. I stayed home. He, he called me. I was a princess. So now I'm the one that's, like, 
working, doing everything mostly and stuff. I mean, he works, but it's just mostly like most most responsibility. But I like it. I, it's okay too. I don't mind. I mean, I don't care. That's like not a big deal for me. So tell so, our audience what you do because we're going to get you back on with our hip hop channel, and I and I've already told my producer well, about you. So when we do that, okay. you're well, definitely I'm, be on our hip hop channel. But tell 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 our audience what you do for work and your business. Well, I'm an executive. I'm I, I am a CEO for a record label, B Boy Records World. And um, I, I do international distribution. We have international distribution for music, videos, film, and books. And um, I'm, I just talk to people of all causes of life and all around the world. I get, you know, I get submissions for music all around the world. I'm talking about Africa. I'm talking about Japan, London, Germany. It's very exciting. I have a very exciting job, and I meet a lot of people, and I talk to a lot of people, and it's very fun and it's exciting. And how did you meet your husband? Since you meet all these people. Actually, um, I met my husband. He's from Florida. He's a country boy. <laughs> yeah, he's country. I love his country accent. Um, I met. We met in Georgia. I used to live in Georgia. I lived there for 14 years. So we met in Georgia, and um, I had a landscaping company there. He used to do landscaping, and that's how we met. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah, sounds like a kind of how Stella got her groove back story, yeah. Yes. But yeah, so there's a lot of components, like I said, for marriage. And there's a lot of patience. I, I also met this couple. They were married for like I don't know, like like over 60 years. And I and I asked her one day. I was I was very lobster, and I asked her, and I said, "How long are you and your husband?" She said, "60 something years." And I said, "Wow, kind of really blew me away." And I was saying to myself, "How did you manage to stay that long?" She said, "The whole key to it is having a lot of patience." That's what she told me. Patience. Uh huh. Yeah. Patience. Yeah. A lot of patience so, because yeah, being patient. I mean, that's and I guess loving the person because love overlooks a lot of. When you love someone really deeply, when you love them, you overlook a lot of stuff. You have the you know the patience to overlook a lot of stuff. The fault. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, mm-hmm. we tend to look at the bad things. We have to try right. to focus more on the good things. And if you focus on the good things, the li- the bad things don't seem that big. You know what? What I think is when you are in love, when you're deeply in love, you focus on the good. Right, uh, but uh, have you ever been out of a relationship and you can't stand that person uh, anymore, uh, and uh, that's all you can see is the negative? That's right. So when you're in love, right, it is easy to easy focus to. on right. the good, right? right. Um, right. So, but, but that is where we kind of get swayed a little bit because if that person is not necessarily right for us, then you know, then it's like a, um, a blindfold on. Mm-hmm. Right, so yeah, I mean, when you're and yeah, when um, you're in love, it's like, oh, this person is so wonderful, and I can mm-hmm. forgive this and I can forgive that. But even though one of my advice was someone said that you always have to be forgiven if you want your marriage to work, mm-hmm. I am learning to be a forgiven person because I'm not. Mm-hmm. I mean, once you screw up, that's it for me, right? I just can't deal. <laughs> Right, right. I can't deal, right? But then that means that I am going to be married about five hundred times. Mm-hmm. If um, if that if that's going to be my attitude about forgiven. Well, life is short, and I believe that everybody deserves to be find their happiness. So even if it means that you have to move on, you know, it's yeah. a road, and you move on. And I mean, you don't actually get intended to. You don't get married with the intent to get divorced. That's not like, okay. We're gonna get married, and if it doesn't work out, of course. Exactly. Nobody goes exactly. into marriage thinking that you're gonna get divorced, but at the same time, yeah. you're not gonna be in a relationship miserable, and everybody's gonna be miserable. The kids, you and your husband. So at the end of the day, it's like you know what? It's not working out. Have a good life, you know. 
And right. just keep it moving. I like that. It. Peace. Have a good life, right? Don't even do the flying. Yes, have Peace. a good life. <laughs> and, and, and that's it. And just um, find, try to find happiness, a little bit of happiness. And, you know, and that's it. And, and so I believe that once you love someone, you always love them. Even if you're mad at them and you, 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 you just hate their guts, that you're always going to love them because there was always, you know, a part of you that was you gave to that person, and that person shared, yeah, shared so many moments, you know, even whether good and bad. That's mm-hmm. what made the whole relationship. So at the end of the day, you're still going to always love that, have love for that. You might fell out of love, but you're always going to love mm-hmm. them. Right. With that, um, yeah, with that said, um, I had gotten one advice in which the person said, it's your fights are going to be hard. Your fights are going to be really, really challenging. But mm-hmm. make sure you put more energy mm-hmm. into solving the problem than fighting. Mm-hmm. And we okay. tend to put, I mean, we tend to put everything into fighting. I mean, we tend to hit everywhere when it comes to a, a uh, an argument or anything like that. But when it comes to just um, solving it, we don't put as much in. But the person said, it's like, okay, you just make sure you fight hard. Yeah, you fight harder to make it work than you fight to win the fight. Yeah, I'm, 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 definitely, I'm definitely into that. That makeup sex works for me. <laughs> like sometimes I feel like I can't sex. Okay, typical man, right? <laughs> Let's like... get to the makeup sex. Okay, go ahead, Linda. I'm sorry. Like a lot of the um times you can't really like okay like relationships are made up differently because there's different characters, there's different personas, there's different ways of people that deal with things differently. So I would never say like I have girlfriends or guys that's like what should I do is like. I can't really tell you what to do. Ultimately, the choice is basically the person's choice of what they're going to do. You can give mm-hmm. them advice, but actually well, my work for you may not work for the other person because this, the structure exactly. of the relationship is different. Exactly. And people have different kind of relationships. I mean, you have even people in marriage relationships that have open relationships. There's people that, you know, do all kinds of things and there are people that other marriages don't do. So at the end of the day, it's like all the components and the way the makeup of the frame of the relationship is different. So. Can't really give people real advice of what to do and what not to do. I mean, it's, no, I mean that's that how was, I feel about it. Yeah, you know. that was why I brought up those two ladies that in the very um, that in the same conversation mm-hmm. they had two completely different advice. Mm-hmm. So, which in this and my research and my something works. Um, there um, different things that work that for work. everyone. I mean, right. there is, yes, I mean, there's no one thing that is going to work. Right. Um, for example, I had an Indian couple that said, you know what, just when you go into it, just no divorce is not an option. Right. Right. And they had gotten that from their parents. Right. I mean, it just, so, so um, it is different, and many of it is cultural as well. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, definitely. That plays a big role. Another thing, too, like sometimes you may have married some people that are married that have, very, like, in a long distance relationship. Like, like say, for instance, like the soldiers, they are far away. I'm not really good mm-hmm. with, like, long distance relationships, but mm-hmm. it works for them. So I'm saying everything is according to what people agree and, uh, agree upon in yeah. like, the marriage. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Some people yeah. are with it, some people ain't, you know. You know right. Yeah, so. it, um, it is all about what works works for you. And I'm gonna right. add um just one this one thing right here. Mm-hmm. Um there is there was an elder that I met from Ghana and one thing that he said, I think one of the most powerful statements that um and and the whole book was the one that was made by him and he said that you're not the first couple to 
to get married and um, and experience challenges. Mm-hmm. Just know that nothing is new under the sun. Mm-hmm. So right. Seek, not the first yes, or the last. Yes, yes exactly. exactly. Mm-hmm. Seek counseling when needed. Mm-hmm. You know, and then I don't know. Just, um, just a lot of us think that we can just solve it all ourselves. But sometimes mm-hmm. that's not that's not the way. Right. When you need counseling, be open enough to go and get to get it. Well, sometimes, um, sometimes even after you try with with each other's partner to try to work things out, sometimes even having someone intervene, like a counselor or even someone that's very experienced, uh, maybe someone from your church, or elder, or a priest, somebody from the congregation that can come in and intervene. Mm-hmm. That's outside. That doesn't have any um, any interest in both parties. That they can be um, neutral to the mm-hmm. that can look at it from an outside point of view, and they will be more open to listen to the counsel that's given. Because I've I've done that before. Um, it's it's strange, but even like right now I'm at the point where um, trying to like um, la- last year me and my husband went to Georgia and we renewed our vows. Even though we were married only for five years, we we've been through so much and we kind of oh, renew our vows. Yeah, and we it, it's like I say, it's a working process because sometimes you can fall in love and fall out of love because things happen in a relationship and you just try to work work it out, you know. And then sometimes things don't work out, but you know you just gotta try. When I walk away, this is my for me. This works for me actually. When I feel that I've wor- walked away from a marriage or a relationship that I've been involved so deeply in, it's because I feel that I've done everything that I've was able to try to salvage. So when I walk away, I can walk away with a clear mind saying, you know what? I tried this, I tried that, I tried this. I've tried this and I tried this. Yes, I've tried all the options and all the things. And then I said, you know, it just didn't work. So I can walk away with a clear conscience to say that I tried and to work it out. So I'm good. So on that, on, on that note, then uh, I vote Miss Smart that she gets a copy of your book. Oh, you know what? I am way ahead of you, right? I was thinking the same thing. I am oh, way ahead of you. Well, well Linda, Linda, you I, I I need to write a book. People tell me that I have so many great experiences to write about my life. You do. And even a movie. Yes, I need to. You certainly do, girl. Any writers out there? <laughs> well, well, Linda, I, I, I'd like to break this love affair up just for a second because we can get some music in, and I want you to hold on because. I want Tony to get your address so we can mail you out the book, and okay. we appreciate all the insights Thank that you. you've given us and Thank calling you for in. Me. Oh, without Thank a doubt. Thank you, Linda. Thank, Thank you. You've been wonderful, girl. Thank all you. Right. Okay. Hold all on, right. Linda. Uh, okay. Tony's going to get your information. Okay. So now, ladies and gentlemen, we talked. I told you to call in because we're giving these books away, and uh, Linda's got hers. And I want to read something that I just got IM'd real quick before we go back into some more music, and then we're going to close out with uh, Miss Smart. And let me just read this to you real quick. Hold on. Let me let me scroll down here. Uh, this is from our producer's wife, actually, who I just recently met. Let me uh, pull my screen up and read this. It's from Lisa. She says, Listening to this lady, I feel as a wife, I want to put in my two cents. I don't know why she didn't call. I'm going to spank her for that, but Tony's going to beat me up. So, Anyway, marriage, she says to me, is defined as being able to spend the rest of your years with your best friend. When decades pass and looks fade, ask yourself, what do you have left? After she put 13, Tony corrected it at 17 years. <laughs> Y'all get together on that. She says, Tony and I can still laugh, joke, and act like kids. 
truly, he is her best friend. And she said she thought she'd share. And I thought that was real beautiful. Aww. I thought that was real beautiful. And, and I got to say, after meeting both of them, yeah, they, 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 they are a wonderful couple. Wonderful couple. You know, I do this show so that I can have a marriage just like that. And uh, on that note, Miss Smart, would you hang in there with me? I want to get into some music, and then we're going to come back and talk about how people can get your book and your website and all that information, then we're going to close out, all right? Okay. Okay, Tony, on that note, I want you to uh, kick it off now as we get into some more music. doesn't look like we're going to be getting any more calls in. This is Tamiya, a song entitled, Still, Here Inside the Love Zone USA. Kids. And we did talk on the phone for hours when I'm away. 
Whoa! 
Brand new music coming from a young artist out of, uh, I think, California, Katie Brozier. Brand new, one of the first to play it here on the Love Zone USA. He wants to know, can you tell how to love a woman right? Well, I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to let our author tell you in a minute, but I'm going to read something from our Facebook page by a young lady named uh, Makiza Moore. She says, if you want to love a woman right and make a marriage work, she says, First God, then commitment, sacrifice, and understanding normally makes it work. The next young lady, Nakia B., says, what makes marriage work? Well, mutual respect, acceptance, common courtesy, compromise, couples who stay together, who have something in common, and it's not just having fallen in love. And I'm going to close with uh, our author in a minute, but I want to say the four things that we always preach on this show, which everybody has touched on, is the four C's. Now, we got spirituality in there, and we got God. But the four C's for us here in the love zone is simply commitment. That's first. You got to have a commitment. You got to want that marriage. You got to want it to work. Commitment. Then it's communication, which we talked about earlier. Ms. Smart alluded to it. The other one, big one, very big, compromise. And last but not least, R4C is the compatibility piece. You need to be compatible, compatible, and that happens with dating. I want to make a quick announcement before I talk to our guest again. Next week's show, we're going to have Minister Chris Jackson. He's going to be here with his book, with Black Singles Christian Guide to Dating. So we're going to talk about your dating walk and your Christian walk and how that is supposed to happen and how it works. And on that note, I'm going to turn it over to our author. Uh, Ms. Mark, can you tell everyone how to get your book and uh, how they can contact you should they wish? Definitely. Um, just go to net and you can get the book that way. Just follow the link and you can just purchase the um, book online. Um, and you can email me just from that site, and we will be all set. Okay. And uh, we're going to put that information on our Facebook page as well for those of you who are a little too quick and not fast enough to get your pen or pencil. Don't worry about it. We'll have it on our <laughs> Facebook page. Uh, Ms. Smart, I'd like to thank you for coming on the Love Zone here, the Love Zone USA, and uh, love having you as a guest tonight. It's been, been a lot of fun and very uh, informative. Tony, thank you for having me. You are awesome. All right, all right. We hope oh, and trust yeah. that you. Who am I calling Tony? Mike, right? Mike T. Yep, me and Tony. Okay. We're here, <laughs> both of us. <laughs> okay, Mike. Okay, thank you so so much, my dear. All thank right. You, thank you, thank you. Okay, and I hope you find that woman that you want to get married to. Yes, uh, I've said it many times. I'm I'm closing in. She's got to be around. Yeah. Okay. Somewhere. <laughs> okay, so now, okay, this last question, is there a special woman in your life right now? Uh, let's put it this way. I'm I'm interviewing. I'm interviewing. <laughs> and okay. uh, some, someone, is, someone is soon going to get the offer letter, I believe. Aha, yay. Well, congratulations in advance, okay? And when I do, I'm going to be definitely announcing it on this show and all over Facebook, so. 
I, I, won't be, I won't be like the people I talk about. Oh, you married? Well, where's you and your picture of you and your husband on Facebook? I I couldn't tell by the pictures I've seen, you know. So I won't be worried. <laughs> okay, so you'll have to post this. Oh God, it'll be posted well, place. It'll okay, and enjoy. Thank you. It has been a lot of fun. All right, Miss Smart. Thank you. And as I said uh, before, ladies and gentlemen, if you didn't get the information, we're going to post it on our Facebook page. And we're going to also announce the winners uh, books uh, for the winners of the book. I know Linda, definitely we agree on her. We're going to talk about the other women on my Facebook page. I'm going to talk about that. We're going to converse. And then um, we'll post it tomorrow. Make sure you're here next week. And if you really want to make marriage work, well, I'm going to tell you as we close. As I always say in closing, I've enjoyed your company. Hope you've enjoyed mine. For those of you who did, we're going to do it another time. Whatever you do, do it with two. It's more fun than one. And in closing, I'm going to say what really makes a marriage work, wanting it, and wanting it always and forever. And on that note, I'm going to leave you in the hands of Heat Wave here inside the Love Don't USA. Till next week, you be good. Do it with two. Mike D'Antoni signing off. Always and forever Each moment with you Is just like a dream to me That somehow came true And I know tomorrow Will still be the same Cause we've got a life of love <laughs> That won't ever change Hello, Every day Love me your own special way Melt all my heart away With a smile
the thing that I planned for a very long time. Always forever, love. Leaving you, you and me, we and one. Love Ever and a day, ever and a day. 